everyone, this is a podcast short from the Bearable Project. It's kind of a mini episode, but what we're doing is we're answering your Bearable questions. So we have live questions through our voicemail link um, that is actually through the Anchor podcast, Anchor by Spotify. So I recommend you downloading that Anchor um, podcast app if you want to basically send us a voice message and asking your specific question. And we want to feature your question on the podcast. So, you know check it out go click on the link it'll be in the description of this podcast um and we will make sure that it's available on all of our social media outlets as well all right thanks enjoy hi um my name is madeleine prinsler i've been shooting bebo for three and a half years now uh here in south africa uh i'm the only professional bebo uh well should we call it athlete in our club all the other people shoot uh, compound bows. Um, I've been wondering if I actually have the right length because I've been getting comments that my bow is too short for me. I'm shooting a 25-inch riser with long limbs. Um, my arm length from point of finger to point of finger is 22 and a half centimeters. Oh, sorry, I can't give it to you in inches. <laughs> um, I was just hoping if that is the correct bow length for me or, or if I should get a longer bow um that's the first question so I don't know if you can help me with that thank you all right Madeline this one's for you um thank you so much for the question and I think it's awesome that you're representing Verbo um in South Africa um I want to tell you that it is very much Verbo definitely does not align to the T with Olympic recurve um, the fact of the matter is that we're seeing these longer risers. These longer risers are being created and, and marketed from companies like Hoyt and CD Archery and GLO and stuff like that because it's a barebow thing. You're not really seeing these Olympic recurve shooters go away from a 25-inch riser. Demmer, for example, shoots his best scores with a 25-inch riser um, time and time again. So it really is going to matter on the feeling of the bow. So there's no reason you can't shoot a longer riser with medium limbs or stick with that 25-inch riser, which is really a a good choice with medium or long limbs. Um, But I have a chart here, and I'll I'll try to post the chart and this information in the the podcast description as well. But um, basically, it's like this. You have shooter height. We also have a chart that has the draw length on it as well. Um, this is typically what I go by, but it's it's not necessarily guaranteed. Um, you know, like a big youth shooter, and I'll give you an example. Maggie is an adult-sized teenager. She's 16 years old. She shoots a 25-inch riser with medium limbs. Um, the feel of long limbs can definitely dictate if you like it or not, and also string angle, um, especially for women because of your um, female anatomy, um, every woman is built differently. So you have to make sure that if you're going with that longer riser, you could run into some contact issues in the chest area. It is what it is. You know, you just have to make the decision, you know, is your form, are you drawing the bow with that alignment set real early that that string gets inside the left arm, stays close to the left arm? And then you don't have any issues. In my opinion, you know, you're good with that 25 inch riser, whether it's a medium or a long limb, I think you will be fine. Um, Up to four, six shooter height, 
48 to 54 inch up to a 21 inch draw up to five feet tall um sorry you're getting the uh american version of the height and length um 58 to 62 inch bow 21 to 24 inch draw up to 52 uh 62 to 64 inch uh 24 to 26 inch draw i do know and have seen people shoot a full 25 inch with long limbs between the 25 um and 26 inch draw length so that is acceptable again it's based off of feel you need to shoot what you feel is the best for you no one can tell you if the if the results are there you do you um you just got to make sure you have the proper weight on your fingers you got to be able to get that arrow out there to you know 50 or 80 yards whatever up to 5'6", six, 66 inch bow, 26 and a half inch or less draw. Up to 5'8", 68 inch bow, 26 and a half to 29 inch. Over 5'8", a 70 inch bow, um, 29 or, or longer inch draw length. Obviously, you also, I know people as well that, um, you know, are 5'8", you know, or whatever, 26, 27, 28 inch draw, and they're still shooting 27 inch risers with long limbs. 70 72 inch bow 75 inch bow even if you're shooting like a 27 with extra extra long limbs and that's okay you that is quite all right again mean find the right string angle the right feel you know i love personally i have a long draw length i'm like 30 and a half inches on the fingers um maybe borderline closer to 31 um i love my 27 inch riser with my extra long limbs my hoyt exceed 27 inch extra long limbs it just feels good. I was shooting next to a girl at Lancaster Archery Academy this past weekend. She's like, I love the sound of your bow. It doesn't sound like your typical Olympic recurves. She's like, it sounds like a bass, like a guitar bass going off. And I was like, yeah, it's a long, it's a long bow. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really just, there's so much personal preference that goes into it. But if you like what you have and what you feel, um, I don't think those other people really um, deserve to occupy a space in your brain so that's just me but anyways thanks so much for the question and i hope that this helps you out hi guys um so i'm an intermediate shooter i started shooting uh mid 2016 mainly indoor uh been trying outdoor you know as a uh you know oh i wonder if i can actually do this um so i spent most of the summer so far trying to build up my strength for my outdoor shooting and just pulling back my bow consistently um, but I'm moving back towards indoor, but I'm looking for some one-on-one -on -one time, um, to sort of, uh, hash out where I'm failing, where my form may uh, need some work. Um, I know my release needs some work. Um, up here in Canada, there's not a lot of bare bow shooters who have gone beyond using, um, their own devices, trying to figure out, uh, how to shoot better. Um, so that's why I'm looking to you guys. Cause, uh, I met you guys and, uh, you guys obviously know what you're doing, and I do need that one-on-one -on -one, uh, direction. Thanks. Hey, Rob. So I just wanted to reach out to you as well and say thank you for leaving the voicemail. Um, I don't think Anchor had their stuff together in the beginning uh, when these voicemails started. Um, but, hey, better late than never, right? Uh, you may have gotten some coaching since then. But I wanted to tell you what's available. So you're right. There's not a ton of authentic bare bow coaches out there but there's a lot of coaches out there 
Um, as far as Canada, Canada and, and since you left that message, I do know that Alex Melnick is coaching in Canada. To what extent and where, I can't um, tell you, but I'll put that information in the show notes um, so you can talk to him. Obviously, I coach online as well. I really haven't been doing a ton because this is what I find with online coaching. People are super excited to do it, but I don't. I don't hold hands real well. Actually, I don't do it at all. And most people set out on this big grand adventure to want to do like long-term coaching, but they don't realize the commitment to it. And, you know, it, it involves multiple evaluations. You do some form evals right away, make some changes, do some training plan, make more changes, reevaluate in two weeks. And then you kind of have to be on your own and you have to implement the plan. A lot of people aren't disciplined enough to implement that plan. So if you haven't gotten coaching, if you haven't gotten help, by all means, reach out to me. Um, Most people I see are good for like a form eval and like one month of coaching. It gets them some some, uh, training plan moving forward. And and then they can kind of fall back on what they learned moving after that in case they pick up some kind of bad habit. Um, But it's definitely doable. And you can do that through the barebowproject.com, um, through our Spotify website um, or Spotify, Shopify website and, and just book it there. Um, but, you know, it, still regardless, you know, kudos to you for reaching out and looking for help because a lot of people don't realize that that help is available. Um, and, you know, it's it is minimal for sure. Um, but it, in my in, in my opinion, you know, uh, there's not a lot of people out there that are like actively coaching barebow who actively participate in barebow. Um, you know, I know Alex is one of those people myself. Um, and I don't really know, um, probably Rod Jenkins, but he's not really actively involved. And I think he's just more of a trad related, not so much directly barebow, um, especially when it comes to like target archery, um, like USA archery, world archery format, stuff like that. So, um, you know, and, and there's obviously online education resources through like the push, um, obviously would, would show some support to them, um, in regards to like JD3s, um, um, what, what I guess they're called mods or modules or his, his, his learning, um, online program through the push uh, i think they call it the out the 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 pack the push pack or something like that um that's some good stuff too i mean it's 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 but you you have to be a self-learner there um you can also join our patreon page our patreon page has exclusive material for people who subscribe through patreon to the barebow project so by all means you can join that and get some extra help i also like i offer free coaching like like um, or discounted stuff to our Patreon members. I'll give you an example. We have this advanced barebow seminar coming up in January. Me and Dem are doing it at my training facility. All of our Patreon members get 25% off that registration fee. So, um, you know, if you're able to take a trip out of Canada and you want to come to that seminar, um, it might be a good opportunity for you. So, but there are options out there. Um, I, no offense to all the recurve, the Olympic recurve coaches out there, but barebow is not Olympic recurve. We should not be teaching it as Olympic recurve. There's more to it. And if you are not actively um, competing and or coaching high-end Olymp- uh, barebow archers, and when I say high-end, I'm talking like people who are shooting scores in the top 
3%, 5% in the country, maybe even in the world, um, you know, then you, know, you have to, you have to go with what's available to you. So, um, and, and what, what you're looking for, you know, um, I hope this helps you uh, again. Thank you for sending that voice message. The, the anchor delivery of voice messages is definitely a little bit delayed. Um, but I appreciate it. And if you get this, you get to hear this, um, by all means, um, you know, reach out. Thanks again. And thanks for listening to this podcast short of answering your bare questions.